demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. Hi everybody, it's Erin. And Meg. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. This week we're so excited, we actually had our first anonymous guest on. She goes by Joy Hill, that's like her stage name and OnlyFans name. And I actually met her through like a Reddit thread, (laughs) if you can believe it or not. I was just asking like questions about OnlyFans and she wrote this honestly like dissertation like about everything on OnlyFans and it got like hundreds of likes. So I slid into her DMs and I was like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? And at first she was like, um, I'm a little like, that's weird. Um, like I totally understand that. I'm a stranger on the internet asking her to come on my podcast, talking about something that's very private. Especially because she's so anonymous and like her identity is a secret. Yeah. And so we just worked with her though. And then eventually she was like, yeah, like I'll come on. Like I listened to the podcast. You guys seem like you are respectful and stuff like that. So that's just the intent of this episode. We're just trying to destigmatize sex work and people that have OnlyFans. We're just trying to make it a more positive place and inform more people about the platform because it's not exactly what you think it is. Yeah, I just wanted to say that like that was the most heartwarming thing anybody has ever said to us was that like Meg just said that she said that she listened to the episodes and felt like she could trust us. I was yeah. Like, I'm glad that that, I mean, we've said it before that like, I'm just glad that it comes across like in the episodes and especially just like on our platform in general that like we love you guys and that like you're welcome here no matter like what you do or especially what you do for a living. This is her side hustle. And so like we said, she's anonymous. So I don't know, just like we really respect her privacy. We're going to leave her OnlyFans link in the description down below. So if you want to learn anything or if you want to check out her content, definitely do that. She gave such killer advice. She talked about how much she charges. She talked about how she got started with OnlyFans, like where the inspiration came from. And basically all this insider knowledge that I didn't even know. And what's really nice is that she said, if any of you have any questions, you can absolutely reach out to her, which I think is so nice. She was talking about like her experience saying how when she first started, she had a nice group of women that helped her along the way and how she would love to pay that forward. So I think that's a really nice like group of women. Yeah. And from what she says, it seems like the OnlyFans community is just so welcoming and Mm -hmm. like just like really wants to help you out and they want to see you succeed yes i was just gonna say i feel like they're like they kind of have the same vision that we do that like there's room for everybody at the table Mm -hmm. and like that's never like oh my god it's too saturated like you can always bring something to the table and it's so cool that she'd be willing to help you guys yeah so we're just so thankful for her joy if you're listening thank you so much for taking a chance on us and we both agreed that this is honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna stick my leg out and say maybe my favorite episode yeah i think Honestly, it was just so iconic, and I learned so much from it, and I think that you guys are going to learn a lot from it, too. Before we get into the episode, though, I really just wanted to make this known. I mean, I guess we don't really have to put a trigger warning for OnlyFans content, but if for some reason this is something that triggers you, I just wanted to put this out there. I mean, there's so many things that trigger different people, and I just Mm want to be respectful of sexual content, nudes, all of that stuff. If any of that upsets you, would recommend not listening to this episode, and we have tons of episodes that we posted recently and we also more kind of like on a somber note would like to dedicate this episode to everybody that has been cyberbullied because of OnlyFans, people that have lost their life due to suicide due to bullying that they've received from OnlyFans. As Meg already so eloquently said, we really just want to make this episode a really informative episode and we really want to teach you that 
OnlyFans really shouldn't be as taboo as everyone thinks and that it really is a great platform and service and should not be looked down upon and we really just want to destigmatize sex work. But before we get into everybody's favorite segment, we wanted to talk about our new platform, TikTok. Yeah, you guys probably already saw it. Because um, we're famous we, now. We, 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 yeah, right. We're actually on the charts. No, um, <laughs> we actually just surpassed Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, so we're very excited about that. Imagine. Um, no, but we just started a TikTok. We're just going to be posting kind of like whatever we feel like, stuff that we like maybe couldn't talk about on the podcast or just like more lifestyle things i guess yeah it's definitely i mean i feel like the podcast is pretty personal at least in the first like 15 20 minutes but this is gonna be more like i guess like more intimate and more day-to-day stuff i guess because obviously you guys only get us really weekly on here and yeah you get like you get us on the instagram but it is definitely more of like a curated version of us Mm -hmm. but like for example i did a tiktok this morning i was literally just making my coffee and i was like okay this is how i make it let's go i don't know just pretty easy so definitely follow us at love you mean it pod i actually put the link for our tiktok into oh you did yeah i put it into our the link in our bio and we also this is something that we want to start doing monthly we make a playlist every month i added that to the link in our bio as well so you can just tap on that it brings you straight to the playlist like probably within the first week of every month we'll be putting out the new playlist so we're pretty excited about it such a good idea i mean i feel like we have pretty similar music tastes yeah so, I don't know. I feel like, and it's literally a bop. I listened to it in the shower t- today when I took a shower. <laughs> I've been working from home, like, 9 to 5. And so, I listened to it literally while I was grinding. And I have never been so productive. I was flying through my work. No, I don't know why. They're just, like, bops. Like, it's so nice to, like, just sit in the car mm-hmm. and just... The perfect length, too. It's it's 30 songs. Yes. And it's, like, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, perfect. I don't know. It's just, it's just perfect. So, highly recommend you guys go check it out. It has, like, a couple people like Ariana Grande. Like SZA, there's like SZA, Olivia O'Brien, Chris Brown, Justin Bieber. I put a Sasha Sloan song on there. Yeah, like there's some Bryce Vine. There's kind of like a little bit of everyone, but I think it's very cohesive. Yeah, because like I was listening to it and I feel like it has a nice flow to it. Mm -hmm. It's all like the same type of like I would say like R and B kind of like. I was gonna say like chill R&B. music. I was going to say R and B chill. Yeah. Are we okay? That's kind of the vibe for December. Yeah. So go check it out. Especially if you need a little bit of. Because I'm definitely someone that can't listen to holiday music all the time. Yeah, I know. Because like, don't get me wrong. Break. Like, I'm not bitch. Like, I love listening to holiday music, mm-hmm. but also you kind of need to take a break because you hear it literally everywhere you go yes. not that you should be going anywhere aside from target or like the grocery store thank but. you for plugging that but without further ado we're just gonna get into the segments don't know if, i don't know if you wanted to introduce it if anybody's new here so we do a segment every week where we talk about what we're loving and what we're hating and we're gonna talk about what we're hating first this week i'm just hating boomers because like i feel like they just don't like understand anything like you literally have to explain everything to them like for example my i was like on a call with my therapist earlier today and we were talking and she was like oh i found this super funny video from like 2014 but like she says this word and like i don't understand it and i was like what and she was like she said that it was on fleek and she was like what does that mean and i was like oh judy i was like this is literally 2014 i was like it basically just means like it's like perfect like on trend on point no but on point yeah and i was like i just hate explaining words like that because like they never get it but it's like how do you explain it's like when my parents are like oh what does period mean and i was like 
I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know. I was, like, I'm, I was like, I'm speechless. Just you asking me, like, what it is and how to use it, I don't want to use it ever again. Yeah. Like, it makes me physically cringe up and shrivel. Yeah. I mean, like, after I explained it to her, we were, like, jokingly using, like, on fleek, like, as just, like, kind of ironically after, like, we were talking about, like, how I was going to call her, like, mm-hmm. next month or whatever, and she was like, oh, stay safe, and I was like, we're pretty on fleek with that. <laughs> okay, me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we love social distancing, so. Like, and then another example of this was, like, at work this week, someone called, and they were like, how do I get to your job? I literally was, I'm so tired of answering this question, so I was just like, well, I don't know where you're coming from, so your best bet is to probably use a GPS. I mean, yeah. I literally said that. I was like, fucking Google it. I don't know. I would never You think I know where I'm going? I learned how to drive with a GPS. I don't know where the fuck I'm going ever. Like, imagine imagine calling, like, a restaurant and being like, how do I get there? But, like, that's it. You're not, like... It's just embarrassing. You're not like, oh, I'm coming from I-95. You're just like, oh, like, how do I... I'm like, I don't know the street names. I don't even know the street names around this apartment that we've lived in for three years. Yeah, so I'm just confused why they, like think it's okay to call and ask like just fucking look it up it's just embarrassing i I would never do that and then something i thought was funny was like my mom is a is a boomer technically she's like a cusper but it actually has to do with this week's topic this was like maybe like a month ago or something i posted to our instagram story just like questions about OnlyFans. one of the questions that i posted was do you judge people for having OnlyFans? and pretty much everyone said no which like I stand, mm-hmm. but my my mom <laughs> responded yes, and I was like, "There's no way this bitch knows what OnlyFans is." Yeah. So then I texted her, and I was like, "Mom, do you know what OnlyFans is?" And she goes, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Then why did you say you judge people for having one?" And she's like, "Oh, I thought it meant you only have one fan." Like, and I was like, <laughs> I was like. I didn't even go deeper than that. I was mm. like, I just don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, like, like that our podcast only has one fan? No, I, I just am confused. Like, yeah. I don't know. That was just so funny. And I'm pretty sure what she said was just like, having one fan is not fire. <laughs> or something, some shit like that. My mom knows like the word fire. She's so cute. So she like uses it all the time. Yeah. No, I mean, that was but like... But it's just so funny. It's just so hard for like boomers to understand instagram sometimes like i posted i mean obviously she's not really a boomer but like i put po- i reposted the tiktok that meg did on our account with like meg's face because obviously like meg was the one that did it and it mm-hmm. was like the starbucks drink review and like meg's <laughs> mom, like, <laughs> i posted it to my story and meg's mom replied and was like you look fire i want to try this and i was like i don't have it in the heart my, my heart to tell her like that's not meg <laughs> but like it's not meg's account but <laughs> No, she just, my mom is so pure. She's actually going to be coming on the podcast in a couple weeks. She's just like, she's honestly me, but so much cooler. And just like, she's just me 2.0. I'd say that. She's just so dope. And I'm really excited, but she just is like, kind of like technologically challenged. And she's still really figuring out Instagram, Mm -hmm. but she like jokingly calls herself an influencer, which I think is so, I literally think she's just so funny. I'll link her Instagram down below because it's honestly pretty great. She's just so, she's fire. You're fire, mom. Yeah. But I guess we'll transition to what I'm hating this week. What I'm hating this week is paying to park at work. If you guys didn't know, Meg and I live in downtown New Haven and we have to drive to work and we have to park on this busy street with all these meters and we have to park. And like we have to mm-hmm. like pay to park there and it honestly sucks. It's not really, I, I was just going to say it's not really that expensive. It is. I, honestly, um, hot take, it's 
it should be illegal to have to pay to park at your job. Especially if you're a resident of that city. And I'm working, I'm paying minimum wage. So if I'm working, <laughs> like, if I'm working an eight-hour shift, like, I lose an hour of my pay parking. Yeah, which like, is Like, you just want to let that bullshit. sink in. But it really sucks. So that's just really what I'm hating this week because I, so we're currently filming this on Saturday. I, the last time I worked was Tuesday night and I haven't left the house Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. And the only time I left was, I mean, as I should, but the only time I left was Monday, Tuesday to go to work, and I spent $12 total to park, and it just sucked that that was, like, the only money I spent today. Mm -hmm. I, I was fighting the urge to go out to eat tonight, but I didn't, so. What are you loving this week, Meg? What I'm loving this week is, you may have already seen them if you watched our TikToks, but. Because we're famous. But what I'm loving is those little microphones that you see on TikTok sometimes, and on Reels. I just think they're really funny. They actually have really good quality. I have to say, they are pretty comparable to the mics that we use to record for the podcast. Yeah, I mean, like. We didn't, we didn't say this already, but this is our second time recording the intro because the microphones crackled so much. And while I was editing the shitty intro and deciding to re-record like, re it, I was like, those mini microphones would never do that to me. Yeah, it was just so much. I don't know. They're just great. I love them. It's a two-pack from Amazon. I paid $16 for the two of them, which is great. The only thing is you do need a dongle because it just has like a headphone jack. It's not like the iPhone jack. So you just do need like a little adapter for that but other than that it's like it's honestly a dream like yeah. i love it it's so easy you could use it for anything like you could use it for zoom calls or something like it does have a little stand so you don't have to like literally hold it up you can like yeah. kind of just have it near you and it picks up a lot of the audio around you like you don't have to have it right next to you I know a lot of people don't start podcasts, YouTube channels, reels, any of that because they feel like they have to have the best equipment. But honestly, if you're just starting out like us and you're not really making a lot of money off of any of the social media that you're doing, would highly recommend. The link will be down below. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I got it as like a little gift for Aaron because I just thought it was funny and we actually really liked them, so. Well, what I'm loving is our TikToks. Yeah, but okay. also, kind of more serious, is our listeners. I've said this before, but I feel like I'm just, like, really grateful right now, especially with, like, the holiday season, and if you guys didn't know, I'm like, season? Season? <laughs> but, obviously, the holiday season, and, of course, if you guys follow us on Instagram, at Podcast, you guys would know that we just hit one year. Yeah, we're so excited. It's just, we didn't even think that anyone would ever listen, so the fact that we've been doing this for a year now, yeah. and we've met so many amazing people through this platform... This is so great. Love You Mina has been listened to in 49 countries. That's 25% of all the countries in the world. That's so crazy. That's honestly insane. And I mean, this is just like a funny story, but I was looking at our Spotify wrapped and it was only like, I think it was like three slides. And I was like, damn, this sucks. Like, why aren't our, st why aren't our statistics more detailed? Like, I was looking at everyone else's and they had all these graphs and cool mm -hmm. things. And I was like man, why does ours look like that? And then I forgot that last year we dropped our, I mean, the Spotify wrapped came out on December 2nd and our one year anniversary is December 2nd. And so we dropped like our, we dropped our first episode ever on the day Spotify wrapped came out. So obviously we wouldn't have any stats. Yeah. So I'm really excited to look at next year. I mean, hopefully we're still growing. Yeah. But I don't know. I've just been really thankful for everyone that's been listening and all of that. So if you're listening to this, thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate you and we hope you like the new logo. Oh my god, the new cover art is fantastic. Wait, this is the first episode with the new logo, right? Yeah. Wow. I hope you guys were able to find it in your in your library. Yeah. I know, it's so different. I know. <laughs> Even we look different on it. <laughs> 
Yeah, we, we just look more fire. Twelve yeah. flames. But I guess without further ado, we're going to get into the episode and we'll be right back with Joy. Hey everybody, we're back with Joy and she's just going to say a little bit about herself. Hey guys, I am Joy. I am someone who works a full-time job and just likes to take pictures of myself nude and sell them on the internet. <laughs> I mean, go, yes, love that. Get your bag. So can you explain what OnlyFans is to someone that like isn't familiar with it or has never heard of it before? Yeah, for sure. So OnlyFans is a platform for people uh, to bring uh, content creators and then uh, content buyers together. So it doesn't necessarily have to be any sort of explicit content. It could be uh, you have a cooking show. You could be a fitness instructor. Basically Patreon, except for it allows for explicit content. I don't I don't know much about Patreon, but I know that that's a like a typical comparison. So me as a content creator, I can, you know, shoot videos or I can go live on there, kind of turning into X-rated Instagram in a way. <laughs> so it's a, you could be a free profile or you could be a paid profile too. So pretty much up to you. I guess it's a great platform for people to control the content and then also to get fair compensation for what they put out there. I know. I feel like a lot of people have this stereotype that like, only, I mean, I feel like even before I was like kind of researching it, I kind of was part of this too, having the stereotype that like OnlyFans is only for like explicit photos and like mm-hmm. videos and whatnot. But like people also do like tarot card readings yeah. and like ASMR. Yeah. There's so much other stuff that I didn't even know like existed on the platform. Yeah. yeah so I think it's just great. because your man has a subscription, that doesn't mean that he's like looking at other girls' stuff. Like he literally could be like looking at cooking content or shit like I don't know exactly yeah he's probably just trying to figure out a new recipe for your next date night (laughs) just so interesting that's the cute answer yeah (laughs) no babe no it's just I'm learning how to make I'm learning how to cook for you exactly (laughs) that's so funny I'm done okay so like when did you first like hear about OnlyFans for the first time and what was your impression of it I actually first heard about OnlyFans probably when quarantine started. I think that it was because of the pandemic that it it blew up. Platforms like OnlyFans, I've been hearing about for a very, very long time. I would say probably beginning of the new year for OnlyFans specifically. And so like, what was like your first impression? First impression, I thought, I don't know, because I didn't really know anyone that was famous on it at the time. Mm -hmm. I only knew it because there were people who were selling explicit content. So I didn't really, I guess I didn't really have too much of a, like a positive or negative impression. I just thought it was a way for people to make more money, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't until I started looking a little further into it that I saw there was people who are doing workout videos, like I said, cooking shows. And then that was when the comparison to Patreon was made. So I, I guess I've never really thought anything of it if someone were to say I have an OnlyFans I wouldn't have had a a a bad or good impression from what that was I just would have felt it was another way for them to make money over the internet I mean that's kind of like a good way to go into it too just having like a level playing field and not being like oh my god this is so weird Mm -hmm. no I I think just you saying that has like even swayed my opinion about it a little bit so I think that's great I mean like I never in my mind like until like this interview really like did compare it to Mm -hmm. Patreon because I mean like kind of when you look at it it is basically a Patreon like you're providing a service and they're paying for it so I don't know yeah I think honestly OnlyFans I I 
don't quote me on this, but I think that's kind of where the idea was coming from. It was just a way for people to connect uh, on a more personal level with content creators. So maybe someone who's an influencer, it could be um, uh, like an artist or someone who creates music. And it's and it was that idea to make it so that people who are buying their content can send them messages and feel as if they have some sort of connection with them. They can be like it personalizes the experience a little bit more. I think that's where everything kind of came from. It's just that there were people who are porn stars or people who wanted to sell explicit content like sex workers that made that popular on it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it's evolved definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what their like original intent was. I know. Because like they probably just didn't want like their content to be censored. But like I wonder if like they like the creators of it like went into it saying like, oh, like we would be okay with like obviously they're okay with nudity on mm-hmm. the platform, but like Oh yeah, yeah. So because a lot of most platforms, like you can't mm-hmm. have that stuff on there. So like I don't know. I just think it's cool that it's like completely unfiltered. You can put literally whatever you want on there pretty much. Yeah, it's it's completely up to you. Because yeah. that, that gives a lot of, like, freedom to the creators, too, which I think is lacking on a lot of platforms. I know. Because, like, especially, like, like, on Instagram and stuff, like, you can't even, like, literally if, like, the outline of someone's, like, nipple is showing, it's, like, they, it gets, like, blocked. And, like, and that's know. what I think is bullshit because, like, they literally show videos of, like, George Floyd dying mm-hmm. and they show that, but you can't show, like, a nipple or, like, a vagina. <laughs> I'm just, like. It, it really does speak to what we've how we view as a society female sexuality in general or I guess male sexuality too I'm pretty sure Jason Derulo had a photo that was censored because he it was like I um, think he was a shower pick right yeah or like you yeah which is like I don't know he was just wearing pants and he was censored that's just absolutely ridiculous no I know it's crazy Okay, so what made you want to start an OnlyFans? Like, did you just go into it saying, I want to make money? Like, what, what, what were the reasons? Okay, so this is, this might be a little bit long-winded, but we're going to go back all the way to a boyfriend that I had when I was in a long-distance relationship. Mm-hmm. And when we first started dating, he was talking about trying to keep the, like, the, the romance alive. And mm-hmm. then also, obviously, when you're in a long-distance relationship, you have to be a little bit more creative with how you can be there for each other sexually. And he said that he was scrolling through my Facebook and just masturbating while looking at photos of me. And, and it wasn't even clothed. Like, it, I mean, it was clothed photos. Yeah. It wasn't nude. And so I was, like, so I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that honestly the, the best compliment you can give a woman? so nice. <laughs> I just, I looked at a picture of you and I just thought, wow. The power you have. Wow. Yeah. 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 And so, you didn't even so, know he was doing it until you told him. Or I told know. Until, exactly. So then I started thinking about how, I'm like, wow, how many people have done this before? And then I started thinking about different types of websites, like the ones where you can sell used underwear, or Mm -hmm. I think there's one called My Girl Fund, and you can just sell pictures on there. There's like Mm -hmm. a couple other ones. And I just never found a platform that I felt was going to compensate me fairly Mm -hmm. or, you know, connect me. I didn't feel as if I would be necessarily safe. And this is not saying that any of those platforms are not safe. I just Mm -hmm. didn't know much about them. And I just felt at the time, maybe I wasn't ready for it, but Mm -hmm. it, this really did plan to see this guy just talking about how these photos were turning him on. And so I was like, you know, I think I should be able to turn a profit off of this. 
And so I, and I did hear it somewhere. I don't remember who said it, but I heard it on a podcast and someone was saying, well, you're jerking off to my photos anyways. I might as well get compensated. Yeah. So it was like, exactly. That's good. A commission. (laughs) Write that down. Feel free to use that on your profile. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out how if I could ever incorporate that onto merch or something. But I'm giving you like free reign. That's yours. <laughs> this is my commissions. But I actually had a friend start an OnlyFans and she didn't she didn't tell me. I'm not quite sure why we tell each other everything, but she was obviously it was just having to do with not necessarily feeling comfortable with it. And I made a joke one day. We we're sending each other snap videos. And I made a joke and I think she completely misunderstood what I said. And she thought I said that I started in OnlyFans. So she was like, oh my God, me too. I obviously was like, wait, what? what? (laughs) Yeah. Could you explain more? I've been, I've been actually very curious. I've been kind of hearing about it. Is it worth it? Do you feel safe? Because she also uh, is an anonymous seller as well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I got her to give me a little bit more detail. And then I started it that night. I, I was, I felt like. I, I already had nudes on my phone. So I was like, why not? Why not make yeah. something yeah. off of it? Let me upload I, Yeah, like, let, let's find a platform that this will be accepted. And um, I, I personally think that custom porn is a luxury. And I also feel as if you should pay for your porn. And I think that if we have platforms like this, and we are able to collectively understand that these people aren't who are selling aren't necessarily bad people. Like mm-hmm. they're they're just maybe expressing creativity in a different way or they're on a different comfort level than you are, then I'd kind of like to contribute to that as well. So it was a little bit of like morality, but then also let's make some money. And then also this is a creative outlet. So yeah, that's my long-winded answer. But that's just genius because it's literally like what you said, like you were in a long distance relationship. You have this huge bank of photos already taken. No matter how much people like like give OnlyFans girls Mm -hmm. or OnlyFans users shit, like it's art. And like you should be getting paid. No, half that shit could be in MoMA, I swear to God. Yeah, like like, they should be getting a commission and be getting paid fairly for the work that they're doing. Yeah, I think people should blow it up and like put it in art galleries. Thank you. Quite (laughs) honestly, thank you. (laughs) Welcome to my TED Talk. Quite honestly, there are some people on there who are just absolutely, I'm blown away by the content that they create. They, they have like, it looks, everything looks so professional and they do it themselves. So it's like professional lighting. They do put the time and the money into getting really great shots. So uh, it can be as artistic as you want it to be, but it can also be as raunchy as you want it to be. It's completely up to you. Honestly, like that's the most beautiful part of it is that you only do what you're comfortable with. I know, like, I never really saw the work that went into it until, like, I've watched, like, the YouTuber. I don't know if you, like, follow her, Ali Hardesty. And, like, she has, like, an OnlyFans, too. But she did, like, a work week in my life. And it was, like, her doing OnlyFans. And it was just crazy. Like, she hires, like, photographers. She hires, like, sets. She has to buy outfits. She obviously, like, she, like, live streams and stuff. I was, like, girl, I don't know how you do all of this. Like, she has the money to do it because that's, like... That's what I'm saying. If you have the money, like, why not? Yeah. And she she's able to get it through doing this. Mm-hmm. Is she is she full time then? Like, that she that's I, her. This is her job. I don't know if she's full time. Like, I think she's technically like a YouTuber full time. But okay. like, I know she's like pretty up there. 
Yeah. There, I mean, there's some people who do quit their job and then this is full time for them. And there also were a lot of people who were unfortunately put out of work because of the pandemic. And so this was a way for them to make their income. There are a couple people in a couple group chats that I'm in that they had such success that they ended up quitting their jobs. And so then they, they mentor other women who want to, um, you know, make it on the platform as well. So it's super cool. It's actually such an inclusive group. Obviously there's, there's always within any group going to be people who are not very inclusive and not very supportive, but the people that I found have, are just all amazing. They all give great tips. Like I wouldn't have been able to do anything without them. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, especially because like OnlyFans is such a new platform Yeah, that it's like, you're really just going onto it. It's not like with like YouTube or Instagram mm-hmm. where it's like, you have like hundreds and like, honestly, like millions of like people to like look at and kind of like emulate in a way it's so nice that like you get to have that sort of like mentorship through OnlyFans Mm -hmm. yeah it's cool and um a lot of these chats too there there's some people who have who are like the top like 0.05 percent and then there's some people who are in the top like five percent top 13 then there's some people who are in like the lower half so it's honestly it's just a huge group of people doesn't matter how successful you are how how you know, committed you are to it. It could be part-time, could be full-time. Everyone's just like hyping each other up. So it's super cool. That's so nice. I love that. No, because I like, I was worried it was like, because I've heard a couple people's like horror stories with it, but I'm happy to hear that like there is positivity like going into a platform like this because there is a lot of like stigma and stuff so oh yeah I mean and absolutely there probably is a lot of people who have with anything on the internet unfortunately there are some people who take it a little bit too far whether that be trying to figure out who you are where you're located it could be like I I make sure that I'm using a VPN so uh, yeah so yeah, I'm so I'm um, off of a different server. And then when I take the photos, I make sure that location setting for your phone and, and all of that, like more kind of high tech stuff is off so that you wouldn't be able to trace it through that. That's like, honestly, it's, it's a little bit paranoid because I, I'm not like a yeah. top 0.05% person. So I doubt that anyone would really be trying that hard, but there's, it only takes one person mm-hmm. to to try and, you know, expose who you are or find out where you live and stuff. So it's, it can absolutely be dangerous. Like I don't, I don't want to make it sound like this is an absolute dream and that everybody should do it. And it's suited for everyone. Like I, I really don't want to glamorize it too much, but just based off of my experience, it's been pretty positive. Yeah. I think you do a great job though, of like kind of showing the balance between yeah. like glamorizing it, but also like reminding yourself that there are negative aspects to everything because I know people in the past have had issues with like even like people like reposting their content and things like that. And yeah. so like that stuff's scary. That is a it's, it's a huge problem actually. And um, that's one of the reasons why I'm an anonymous content creator is because of the fact that I, if someone were to somehow piece together that it were me in that photo and people within my family or my, my friend group were to find out, I, that's my litmus test. Like I make sure that I only put something out there that if it were leaked and if it got back to me, I would be okay with it, which is why I only do what I'm comfortable with. When it comes to people profiting off of your content, that's, I have a, I mean, obviously I have a problem with someone leaking it just mm-hmm. for the sake of leaking it, but there are profiles 
that men will go and they will subscribe to uh, people who are like lower priced for their monthly subscription, take their content, put it on their page so that then they are uh, collecting content from multiple users so that you as a subscriber to that person can see not just one fan, like you could subscribe monthly price of like say $10 and see a, like a huge plethora of girls as opposed to just $10 for one profile and then having to subscribe to another. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not nice. I can't even imagine having that happen to you after you put like all that work into it. And then especially someone like you, that's like an anonymous creator, like you're trying to be, stay anonymous for a reason. Like, I don't know why people, you can't just respect that. That sucks. I'm sorry. Like, I hope that never happens to you. That's I, I, yeah. I, like I, I don't know because the reason that they do this with more like low end profiles is because if you did it to someone like Lena the Plug or Stoya, then of course they would find out right away Mm -hmm. because you'd be subscribing to like whatever username and you you know that it's not either of those people. People who are within the the like not top 1% that are having their content leaked which like, it's just really, really unfortunate. It's kind of, it's really shady. And so it's, I would love for that to stop. I guess I don't necessarily know how that could stop unless people became good people. Yeah. I'm like, I don't collectively. I mean, I don't know if they could like, like report, like you could like report something and say that like, you didn't want like your content on the page or I don't know how that would work though. Cause like, if you're subscribing to it, is that like technically like your property that like, I don't know how that works. Yeah. So if you watermark your photos, then you're able to actually say, Hey, that's my picture. Okay. Like it's yeah. just like any other type of art on the internet. Same with um, um, like Shutterstock or Adobe mm-hmm. or any of that, you know, there's typically a watermark over top of the photo and then you have to try and edit it, that out. So you always put your watermark pro tip, always put your watermark closer to an area that they can't edit out. There are some people who will put it like, closer to their face or they'll put it in like a very prominent section of their body so like say they have like a really great ass or they have can I swear oh my god yeah okay (laughs) you see they have like a like a really great great ass or they've got like really big boobs then they'll put them put it closer to that so that it's not taking away from the photo Mm -hmm. but it's basically ensuring that if someone were to try and photoshop it out they would have a very hard time doing so and then you can fight you're able to report to OnlyFans and then you can file a claim and Mm -hmm. so it it just takes a while to dispute it and that person is unfortunately still profiting off of you when you're doing that Mm -hmm. so there's been a couple girls in some groups that have some of their content leaked and it's just like it's so unfortunate to see I would literally be heartbroken because you're literally putting all this work into it and then they're just like stealing your shit they're doing like, nothing oh. like you didn't oh my god sometimes it is such a workout to get the angles I can't oh. even imagine I literally yeah, can't, I can't imagine, imagine. I've been out like, of breath times I've been out of breath okay especially like without photographers and like lighting and all that like you literally are a one-man show like doing that by yourself yeah try and try and get an app shot by yourself it's freaking hard no and like like I like everyone's taking nudes like it's hard to get you take a lot of them like you take like 20 of them so that's just so annoying to have that just all go to waste Mm -hmm. like oh my god but like I know earlier in like your little elevator pitch you were talking about how like you work full-time right now 
Mm-hmm. And so obviously like OnlyFans is kind of like a side hustle for you in a way. How do you feel like putting out content? I mean, like I guess we were kind of just talking about this right now, like putting out content, like with like the chance that like your employer could see it or like your friends or family or something like that. So if my employer were to see this content, I really don't see them being upset with me. I could quite honestly say to them, I trusted the wrong person and it got out there. I don't think, I don't, I really don't think that I would get fired for it. With my family, I think that would be a hard conversation, but I, I do like, I am pretty candid Mm -hmm. uh with my with my mom at least I have oh my god I think my dad would die of a heart attack quite honestly but I I know they wouldn't disown me and that's I'm I'm very lucky because of that that I have family who who love me unconditionally not understand it but I don't think that the repercussions would be as detrimental to me as they could be for for someone else but I, I I was raised in a house that wasn't sex positive it was like sex averse we just didn't talk mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that my mom was just like I don't know how to approach this topic yeah. like yeah. it's she's awkward yeah yeah and so so now that I'm older she's not necessary like it's not like we sit and chat about it or anything like that but if it were to come up in conversation she wouldn't be really weird or awkward or try and, you know, switch the subject. And she knows that I'm, I'm a very open-minded person. And so um, I think we're, we might've been talking about OnlyFans the other day and she jokingly said, you should start one. And I was like, Ooh, oh, yeah, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I'm already on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let it's me give you my handle. Yeah. <laughs> That's so nice though, that like, God forbid they did find out that like they would probably be there to support you because like you said, there are so many people that it would just be like, like the end game of the world. over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like the, the stuff that I post on my, so it's, it's like a wall basically. And then you can send stuff straight to people's DMS. And so on my feed, the stuff that actually lives on my profile, if anything, it's lewds. So like lots of like lingerie. I'm a huge fan of uh, like strappy lingerie with like garters uh, and like, yep. yeah, I, I just love it so much. Like chains, that type of stuff. And then if I'm doing anything like a video, um, then I'll be naked, but I don't actually, I, the stuff that that's more like X rated or explicit, mm-hmm. I send to people's DMs. So if someone is asking for custom content that I'll send it straight to them. Or if I do something like uh, an incentive to, to continuously subscribe. So keep your rebill on. If I notice that there's like in my list of uh, subscribers that everybody has rebill, then I'll send a a weekly video to them. And so that will be more explicit, but none of that actually lives on the feed. If someone were to subscribe or if like my boss were to see, then it's not like they would be seeing all the very explicit stuff. They would just be seeing like naked yoga or like, I don't know, other stuff. You're so smart. Yeah. But, no, but <laughs> like you literally have like everything planned out. Like, but then also like they can't even see your shit unless they subscribe. So I'd yeah. be like, you fucking creep. Like why, yeah. are, you, why yeah. are you trying to, why are you paying for my nudes, bro? Yeah. Why don't you just give me a raise and at work instead of paying for my OnlyFans? Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. That's so funny. So I guess we, this is like a huge, this is probably like a very complicated um, answer, but like, how do you make money on OnlyFans? You don't have to say like how much you make necessarily, Mm -hmm. but like 
you could say like maybe like ballpark like how much you would charge for certain things or like just the process of you getting paid I think would be helpful sure so I actually have this written down because I figured this would be a question (laughs) the only reason I have my shit together is because I also do content creation for my my full-time job so okay that makes sense yeah I schedule everything out a month in advance and it's not it's not like an excel spreadsheet by any means but but I have to do that for my work work so I'm like it's just kind of a transferable skill but anyway so pricing so I my subscription price I I will actually give numbers but I don't want anyone to say that this is how they should do it I did trial and error and so for me I started off with a free profile and then I made everything pay-per-view and then I would so if it was like the the stuff that I was talking about before if it was like a full nude or like a video or something like that then I would do pay-per-view content But the majority of the time, if you have a free profile, the people who are there are there, obviously, because it's free and not because they want to pay for content. And so I switched over to a profile that I pay, or I I charge uh, $6.66 because I do really well in alt girl and goth um, subreddits. And so I was like, well, I mean, let's fully commit to this. And I I do have I do have that side of me too. Like I do have Mm -hmm. a punk side. Mm -hmm. and all that so I was like what let's just go all in so mine's 666 and every once in a while I'll do a half price sale if I notice that the subscriptions like if I'm not getting a lot of new fans Mm -hmm. or if there's like a dip in in um, people actually buying my pay-per-view content because I still send that out every once in a while but I do since it's it is cheaper uh, for people to have the incentive to join. Have you guys ever heard of dick ratings? No. No. Okay. So people send you, men will send you pictures because they wanted a, a legit rating of their dick. And so I, would I will. I love that job. Yeah. And it's, it's like, they legitimately want to know they, because I mean, when you think about it, when you think about it, if a guy is about to sleep with you and you're yeah. really into him, you're probably not going to be like, you know what, that's a 6.5 out of 10 or, yeah. or anything like that. And then a lot of the time, if, if you're exchanging photos mm-hmm. with another person, you're not like, it's not to critique them. It's because you enjoy them and you mm-hmm. enjoy their body. And so I think that, that men kind of just want to have a genuine answer of wow. what would you like this? And so yeah. I will do that for $5 of just a rating. So it's like written word, um, like a scale out of 10. And then I'll do an extra five on top of that. If you want me to write about what I would do with it. And so, so it's, oh my God, it's Girl, yeah. yes. you're like, really out here. Yeah, this, that's, that's pretty standard. I feel like there's a lot of people who do this. So then with the, the video, if they wanted me to do a video, it would be, uh, $10 a minute. And then there's also $5 per pu- custom photo. And then uh, you, I would typically send out a photo set. So $5 per custom. So it, usually I would do like three to five. So it could be anywhere from like 15 to $25 and then $8 a minute for custom videos. And then $250 a day for the girlfriend experience. I haven't done that yet, but I would love to. It's basically just texting someone all day long, sending them photos. It's just being there for them and um, essentially being being a girlfriend I charge extra if they want me to use their name so if I do a video like a sometimes they do like a jerk off instruction video I'll use their name and then I'll charge extra for it but if they want me to do some sort of kink content then I'll charge a little extra depending on what it is nobody's asked me to do 
kinky content besides like the clothes that I already wear or the mm-hmm. the lingerie that I already wear or don't wear I would I honestly that's what I was so excited for I really wanted to know what people's fetishes were and I wanted to know how creative they could get with it and obviously I wouldn't do anything I'm not comfortable with mm-hmm. but nobody's requested it and it kind of makes me sad because I think it would yeah. be really cool because they're like if someone wants to see something specific that's the best part about custom porn it's it's it really is a luxury there are some people who can't find what they're looking for if they're going to Pornhub but also Pornhub doesn't necessarily support the people that they're you know that are on their platform I kind of have I have my my thoughts on Pornhub but uh the fact that they're they're wanting to find this on the internet not necessarily able to find it but then are willing to pay for it and support you specifically as a content creator like I just that's such a cool thing but no kinky people have been like hey do this thing with like I can't even think of anything right now other mm-hmm. than like kind of vanilla kinky stuff like whips and chains or whatever but yeah. I, w- I would love it would be nice if someone could send me something kind of strange because I would gladly do it if obviously I was comfortable that's when you know that like you've made it yeah mm-hmm. if anybody's listening to this and they're into some kinky shit and they're really lonely <laughs> in quarantine her link is in the description <laughs> yeah hit, hit your girl up I'm here for I would you. love like did, wait did you ever watch euphoria no, I didn't, and I've been told I need okay. to. Girl, it would so, totally be your There show. was this one character, and her name is Kat, and she, like, she loses her virginity, and the guy films it, puts it on Pornhub, and then, it's like, at first she's, like, freaking out, but then she's, like, wait, like, so many people are commenting that they like it, so then she, like, started a profile, and then, like, she has all these guys that, like, subscribe to her and stuff, and she sends them, like, custom stuff, and there's this one guy in particular that like gets off like on humiliation so she literally just talks to him like he's a literal piece of shit and she's like and you're I so went, fucking ugly and he's like oh she's like your dick is so small like don't fucking touch me like all this shit. and i was like i would be so good at that job i was like i literally need that it's a thing it's a thing there's people in subreddit that's where i do a lot of my promotion is yeah. on um, on Reddit, and there's a lot of people who who will like post an example of of like say dick rating, and for me personally, what I do is if they someone requests it, that I say, do you want an honest rating? Do you want me to praise you, or do you want me to degrade you? Because if they want an honest rating, then obviously that's what I'll do. I'll give you yeah. like six point five out of ten, ten out of ten, whatever it is, and I'll give you the reasons why. But if you want me to praise you then yeah of course I'm gonna say like oh my god 10 out of 10 best I've ever seen I bet you're even better with it but if they're like there's some people who really truly are like I want you to degrade me so then like I want you to say I have a micro penis oh (laughs) micro penis you have I bet you wouldn't even know what to do with that like you're an absolute (laughs) you're pathetic you're nothing you're the scum between my toes basically oh my god yeah there's some people who are out here that are very much into that and I haven't broken into that niche market yet but I also feel as if I would be very good at it Oh because yeah, you just you, be, that's I'm, me right now. I was like, I know, oh I was like, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Also, this isn't like a question that we had, and it probably it might not pertain to you, but I was just thinking about this with like the whole Bella Thorne OnlyFans scandal thing that happened. Did that affect you at all? It didn't affect me personally, but I do know that there was a lot of people who were very upset by it. And I think it was because there was, they're now making it so that you can't tip more than a certain, than a certain percentage of, of money. I have another tip for girls uh, or guys who want to do OnlyFans. If you're making content for someone, don't 
don't try and make the content through tips because they can try and refund that. So if, and they most likely will have a case because it's tipped money. So if you go into a restaurant and you tip and you come back and say, Hey, I, I'm going to take back that tip. You probably would be able to do that. You'd be, an, you'd be an asshole for doing it, but you could. Whereas if you paid for the food and you got a product, you wouldn't be able to go back in and say, Hey, I want to I want refund, like a refund from this product that you already paid for. So it's, it's kind of the equivalent to that, if that makes any sense. So if, if you're going to sell a video or any photos, then if you're going to send it straight to their DMs, do it as pay-per-view. Don't get them to tip you and then send it because there is a chance that they would be able to refund. And I think that's kind of one of the problems was that there are so many people who were tipping for this mm -hmm. photo and uh, unless I'm understanding it or not understanding it correctly but th they basically put a, a max amount of money that people can be tipped so there was people who are making like $500 because they had a whole bunch of really great fans that were willing to spend that much in one go and now it's like they can't do that they can only do 50 at a time well, because like I guess I should have explained it before I asked the question, mm -hmm. but like if anybody's listening and they don't know what we're talking about, basically I think it was like this time last year or something. Like yeah, I think it was like almost a year ago. Yeah, exactly. like Bella Thorne is on OnlyFans and she basically was like offering a nude picture, and so people were like tipping all this money and they were like sending her all this money, and then like they got the picture and then it wasn't and it wasn't what she was advertising. Like it was like clothed or something along mm -hmm. those lines like it was basically not what she was advertising and then basically everybody asked for refunds and then so it was like literally I think it was like millions of dollars in refunds yeah. and then like because yes. of that that's why they put the like the mm -hmm. cap on everything so that you can't do that which must suck honestly I mean I, it makes sense what you're saying that like that you, sh you shouldn't be kind of basing it all on tips so that like you yeah. wouldn't be able to like get a refund but still mm -hmm. it kind of sucks that it's like these huge like celebrities that are like affecting like sex workers on like the lower levels yeah and I know that wasn't her intention but it, it definitely did I do remember it caused a bit of an uproar there were people there were people who had like fuck Bella Thorne campaigns so they were trying to still profit off of it so they like made their their profiles a little bit cheaper for other yeah. people to subscribe to or something like that. But obviously don't advertise something that you're not like that's first rule in advertising, like false advertising is not going to make anybody happy. But mm -hmm. the platform, ha I think, was basically trying to protect itself from that ever happening again, because I'm sure that probably crashed like a oh, couple yeah. of Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And like, I they, like all that money. Yeah, because they keep 20% if I charge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I that's about that. Because yeah, then, like, yeah. they're kind of losing out on money, too. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, so it wasn't just the people who are like subscribing or the people who are using the platform mm -hmm. that got screwed. Like, OnlyFans themselves also got screwed. Yeah. Wow. 20% of like a million dollars. Yeah. That's, <laughs> like, a, that's lot a lot of money. money. Yeah. I would imagine it would be like, Bella, why didn't you just either follow like, through. Put, like yeah follow through or don't don't post a nude man just do it yeah it's, well I mean it's probably I mean, gonna hack your iCloud at some point anyway okay, so you might I as think, well post it I feel like there was someone who did I I don't oh yeah so apparently oh, uh, no, like uh, like a hacker said that they were gonna leak her nudes on Twitter and so she was like fuck you and she <laughs> released them herself mm -hmm. so, so like 
that is like a power move. Yeah, it is. It is. I do. I do have respect for her. So I don't. I don't really follow Bella Thorne. I don't really know what she's all about. I know that she is a controversial figure. But when I heard that, I was like, I almost forgive you, so that other people got screwed on this platform. But yeah. that's kind of cool. I I really like that someone was able to take their power back like that. Mm-hmm. That's so scary. Imagine someone being like, I have all your news. I'm gonna release. Well, because they have like scam emails of mm-hmm. that now. Like Wait, you do? No, like oh, like okay. that happened like, to what? like my parents or something. They got like a scam email <laughs> and they were like they have your nudes. They were like, it, it literally said, like, we have um, photos of you masturbating, like, on the computer. And my mom, like, literally was peeing her pants. And I was just like, that's so, but that's that, so fake. But if they actually had, like, oh my your God. pictures and, like, sent them to you or something, like, I would die. Like, that's, oh, my God. I'm I'm honestly not quite sure what I would do in a situation like that. First of all, if a hacker was like, hey, I'm going to be doing, or, you know, give me all your money, I would mm-hmm. laugh. You can have my student debt if you want, because yeah. that's what it is at this point. But I, I just, I really, really respect what she did. And I wonder if I just would let it go that far. Like, I don't think I would release it myself, but I think mm-hmm. that if someone were to leak it, I would, I think we've at least come far enough within society to understand revenge porn is not yeah. cool. Oh my that, God. Yeah. Like nobody finds that. Like, it's not cute anymore. Like, it's not, yeah. like, it's not even like funny. Like everybody's just like against You're it. Like, at Yo, this that's point. fucked up. Yeah. Like, people is, won't it, look at the content, you know? It, it it really is because it's I mean first of all you probably sent that to someone you trust or or it's just a hacker or something but it's it's basically taking someone's very very I mean it's not basically it is taking someone's very very private moments and then putting them on public display I, I doubt that anyone would get any joy out of looking at those photos yeah no and I, I doubt that it would affect I do know when it first started happening. I, I wonder if people were actually affected by getting fired, but I I would like to think today. I'd like to hope today that employers would be at least understanding and family members would be understanding if, yeah. if things were leaked. Yeah, I would yeah. hope so. I mean, I mean, it's not like your fault for I don't know. It's it's like it's illegal for people to admit, like distribute like your pictures that's not your fault but exactly even when you do put them out like someone like me who puts it out for for Mm -hmm. for money like if if my I mean I do have to consider uh the fact that that's why I I don't show my face is that I do have to consider the fact that I there are photos of of me out there and that they could resurface but then again like I said that's that's a litmus test if I'm comfortable with that happening and also I didn't ask for it, it to be leaked I asked for money for it ask for money yeah yeah but like I guess we kind of talked about some of the cons of OnlyFans but like mm. in your eyes what are the pros for, I mean for me it's a really great creative outlet I think it's really cool I think it, it's something that actually made me a little bit more in tune with my body and I definitely have had more of a I would say it brought it definitely brings confidence it also makes you understand because I do a lot of promoting through reddit there is a lot of people who are looking for a lot of different things so it doesn't matter what your body is there's there's a niche market for you and so there's a lot of people out there who are succeeding who don't fit into like the conventional unrealistic ideas of like what 
beauty is these days. And so I thought, I mean, that's obviously a positive. I think that's super cool. Also making friends, like I've made quite a bit of friends. This circle that I somehow found myself in and that my friend who started first and then brought me in has just been so uplifting there. We have this group chat. And so if anything's down on OnlyFans, we'll be able to say, Hey, just so you know, this is not working right now. You know, if we all report it, then it will most likely, I mean, we hope that the help people will help us out Mm -hmm. um, or IT will help us out. But we also share people who are kind of skeezy. So if you've been gypped by another person or they've promised a certain pay that they didn't get, then you can basically get usernames or certain profiles to look out for people who have been known to leak content. So it's basically just this great group of people who are just looking out for each other. And then we also hype each other up too. Like we'll go to each other's profiles, like each other's photos, leave nice comments, give suggestions like every once in a while. Um, Content creators, I'm sure you guys understand yeah, there's a burnout that comes with that. Yeah. Like constantly trying to be creative all the time and not seem as if you're releasing the same thing over and over and over. And so every once in a while, I'll go on there and say like, hey guys, I honestly have no idea what I should do. And they'll they'll send me like three or four photos and say like, hey, I've been experimenting with mirrors. And then they'll show like super cool photos of, of them taking selfies in the mirror, but then they angle it in a specific way. So it looks really artistic and like, here's a cool backdrop. This is where I got this lingerie set. They're having a sale, stuff like that. So it's, it's super cool. Yeah. I love that. There's like that sense of community because I don't know, I feel like it, it could seem like kind of an isolating thing from the outside because you are just kind of like working from your, like mm-hmm. working for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that you get like that kind of community feel with everything. Yeah, absolutely. It's basically just like a bunch of mini business owners small business owners like small getting business, together small business saturday yeah. <laughs> exactly shop local <laughs> shop local oh my god you're so funny holy shit so you talked about this a little bit before like how you promote yourself on reddit do you mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit more about that yeah so if anyone is wanting to get into this i would suggest creating a reddit profile a burner account so mm-hmm. i'm joy hill 550 basically what i do is i will go through any of these not suitable for work or not safe for work subreddits like alt gone wild or mm-hmm. like lingerie gone wild or like sexy girls in socks like whatever type of subreddit that i might be interested in promoting in i'll go through i'll i'll see a girl who has the similar body type to me click on her profile and then see where she promotes and typically if she does really well in certain subreddits i'll most likely do well in those ones as well because we have like a certain look or we have we're filling a niche market or whatever it is And so that's how I started. I basically just wrote down all the things that I thought or all the places I thought that I would do well. And then I joined an app or I downloaded an app called Postpone. There's also Delay for Edit. And what you can do is analyze your posts. So I will go in and we'll basically say, hey, this is the amount of upvotes that you've gotten. It'll let you know on like a little pie chart how well you do in specific subreddits. And so... You can check back to see if it was just, if it was really good content or if it was just the fact that you were a sexy girl wearing socks or something. And so then you basically start weeding it out so that you're not promoting in like a hundred subreddits. You're now weeding it down to like 20 or, or 15 or five or like whatever it is that you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of go from there. Um, and then there's also um, upvote groups as well that you can join. And that's kind of along the same lines of the the chat group that I'm in 
And you'll basically just upload your photos. And then what you'll do is share that in a chat group on, on Reddit. And then other sex workers can see those posts, either get inspiration from them and then upvote them so that you can get higher karma so that you can then post in gone wild, say, if you wanted to. I personally don't, I don't think that would be a good idea. I think I've heard horror stories of posting in Gone Wild. Like there are some people who really want to know what your identity is, but there are certain subreddits that you need higher karma to post in. And so the best way to do that is just to have a bunch of other people who are in the same boat as you, you know, upvoting your stuff so that you can get higher karma. That is so fascinating. I mean, I've never even heard of that before. Well, I just love that you talked about Reddit because I feel like that's such like an anonymous place almost like it's not as public as like Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's where a lot of things go wrong is when people promote themselves on that. And then like their friends and family, like find out about it and stuff. So I think like what you just said has so much value to someone that like wants to be anonymous, but still have an OnlyFans. Yeah, there, there is like, so if there's anyone listening that, that really wants to uh, learn more about this before they get into it, there's a subreddit called OnlyFans Advice. And there are a bunch of people on there who are faceless content creators, or they were faceless content creators, and then they decided to do a, a, like a, an identity reveal. And they will actually break down how they made the, like the money that they did. It's a really great resource. There's oh lots of questions answered in there yeah there's there's so much more to it than you would think mm-hmm. and there's also a lot more people who want you to succeed than you would think I mean there's probably equally the same amount that don't want you to which is unfortunate and like a different topic entirely but there's definitely a lot of people out there who want you to do well there's people who will completely submit how much money they've made because they want it to be fair for everybody so that you know that you're not underselling yourself mm-hmm. and that you know, there's, there is a chance for you to, to make like, you know, a hundred thousand in a year, if you wanted to, I don't, I don't, I think that's pretty unrealistic for, for like the average person who's on there, but I mean, it's possible. I mean, obviously we already talked about this, that like only fans in its own way is like an art form. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's kind of like with content creation, like graphic design, all that sort of stuff. Like everybody's always like, how do you price yourself? How do you do your rates in general? Yeah. So it's so cool that you have this like group of like cheerleaders almost like anonymously over Reddit that can like give you advice and let you know like whether or not you're underselling yourself because I feel like that's like the biggest thing is like yeah. people just like underpricing what they're worth and it's yeah. like, that's be, like really difficult to navigate and it's it's honestly I've been through it like there's definitely been times where I, I I've had dips in mm-hmm. how many people have been like subscribing or doing my like pay-per-view content or anything like that and it can be it can make you really want to lower all your prices. It can make you really want to undersell yourself because you were making money. Now you're not. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's great to have a group of people like that, that are constantly telling you to just keep going and to keep doing it, like either improve your content so that what you're selling is like worth the price, but never to lower your price. And there are definitely going to be people who ask you to do that because they don't want to pay. Nope. Oh, exactly. So there was a meme that was posted and it was basically like when someone says, I know people who sell for less, then you just say, I know people who pay for more. Never undersell yourself. Not only are you cutting yourself short, but now you're lowering the price for everybody else too. Yeah. there. I feel like there's like an industry standard that like you exactly. have to like maintain. And honestly, I feel like you have to just go into 
like go into it with the mindset that your pussy costs a million dollars so yes yeah yes it's fine like you have to like know that you're worth what you're putting out exactly it it, it does have to do with self-worth and it is something that you should obviously have before you get into it but I you really need to hang on to it while you're there too but I mean there's also with everything there's there is good and bad and so like there's times where you're like maybe I'm not worth what I'm putting out there. Like maybe I'm not worth this price. Maybe I should just lower my subscription. Maybe I should just quit in general or whatever it is, but with anything, good things take time. So when you first start, you're not going to be making thousands upon thousands of dollars right away. So you're definitely going to be like any person who's starting anything. If you don't have a following, just like on Instagram, just like on Twitter, anything like that, you will be doing a lot of work for very little reward. Mm -hmm. But when you stick with it, you try hard and you hustle, then you're definitely going to get to a place where you're able to, to start profiting off of it. And you just kind of have to stick with that. And then the people who do subscribe and are absolutely angels so interesting i know like, i could this, listen to this all day long i know obviously there's still like there's people that do support you but in like the world of like only fans and like sex work and stuff like that do you think that there's still a stigma behind all of it 100 percent. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. unfortunately and that's why i i really believe that like anything in life you should be an adult when you make these choices for yourself mm-hmm. and so if you're someone who's a teenager like if you're 18 if you're 19 like even if you're 20 i really think that you should think really long and hard about whether or not this is something that you want to do yeah and then i also believe that you should really really understand the repercussions of what what happens if you do reveal your identity like if you are someone who wants to go into it with either out of stage name um, or without a stage name or if you're going to show your face in the photos you have to understand what that means I would love to live in a society where people celebrate sex workers and they aren't so destroyed by their own shame and Mm -hmm. guilt of finding pleasure out of the female body or the male body or the non-binary or the transgender, like whatever body. Like, I really wish that we didn't find shame and pleasure, but unfortunately we still live in a society that does. And so there will definitely be some sort of repercussion. It is the internet. It'll live there forever. And so if someone, if like 50 years from now, you think that you might be in a profession where this were to surface, if it could bite you in the ass, like you, you'd have to you really do have to weigh those those pros and cons to it because sure you might make more money right now by showing your face because people really do like that it like adds to the photo but it also is a little bit more risky so people pay more money for that again like you have to think of your own livelihood you have to think about that stuff and so i i just i don't know i think about the stuff that i did when i was 18 and i'm, I'm like i don't know if i would want to live with that forever such a good tip it literally is like bigger than you think I just remember that from like literally like the cyberbullying seminars in like middle school and they were like it's on the internet forever but like it is it is yeah well that's like the same thing that we're trying to tell girls like sending snap chats to Mm -hmm. to teenage first of all teenage boys like don't trust them with anything yeah Mm -hmm. you know like you can't trust them with your heart you can't trust them with your nudes you can't trust them with anything but like just in my personal experience of course we're trying to teach people don't send 
these nudes with your face in them to people mm-hmm. that might leak them later because like we were talking before with revenge porn it's a thing and so it you just you have to really think about it and this is not me shaming anyone who mm-hmm. reveals their face I think that's fantastic if that's what's right for you but you have to make that decision for yourself and you have to know what that decision is because it's not just oh you know it's just a nude it's like this could cost you a job in the future it could cost you like it could cost you your dream like you know it's Mm -hmm. there's just so many things you have to consider before before going just head into something that that because there is a stigma could come back to you so sad that there still is one I know I think it's like getting a little better but I still think we have like a long way to go with that yeah yeah I feel like 2020 was the year of OnlyFans we heard a lot about it there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people who have it it's it's kind of less like I remember at the start of quarantine and people were trying to figure out content I was listening to Call Her Daddy yeah Uh they were talking about how if you had an OnlyFans in your profile then like you were considered to be a whore and all that stuff and I feel like that is not the thing that people know and even if it is the thing then I guess like everybody's a whore now because OnlyFans is super cool yeah yeah and like everyone has one yeah everyone takes nudes like OnlyFans is just like the people that are literally selling them but it's like lucrative like you're literally like making a livelihood for yourself and like one can do it like you said like literally there's a niche for you and like what doesn't matter what you look like so it's entrepreneurship yeah it, so. it should be celebrated I don't know why it's not they're the- looking at your Facebook and jerking off anyways turn a profit off of it yes exactly now I'm like literally thinking about that I'm like oh my god <laughs> so funny have you had like a specific negative experience using OnlyFans and if so can you talk about it I personally haven't had a negative experience yet like other than people just like saying weird things like I have vitiligo so it's basically like my dad has it too so yeah so so, beautiful skin I was gonna say like your complexion like your face thank you it's like parts of it have pigment and parts of it don't so that's why parts of me look like so pale and then parts can tan yeah and so that's all over my body and so there's definitely been times where people have made comments about like my ass and and saying like like what the fuck is that basically but that's never been someone who subscribed to me that's never yeah. Yeah. paid for my content it's only been if I've been promoting on reddit and I'll typically just reply with like it's called vitiligo you fuck or something yeah else. something just like to make them kind of feel yeah. dumb and then the majority of the time people will go in and downvote it because I'll like show all my friends that I have in these groups <laughs> like mm-hmm. can you guys just please go tell this guy that he has no idea what he's talking exactly and so like I'll kind of just like sick my girls on him and then because it's it's always a guy and so yeah and so I think that's that's like the only thing that I can really think of and but I haven't had any personal experience with people being like like extremely rude or threatening my my safety or anything like that that's awesome. I feel like that I feel like the vitiligo like makes it even more like I guess like beautiful in a way or something like it's just more like it's like more it's like unique different. Too. yeah it's just more unique like you can like not you know what I mean like I'm sure a lot of people like wouldn't share that but like the fact that you are and like you're so open about it I think that's great. There's a couple of people who have like sent the DM saying like, hey, I think your skin is beautiful. And I, I, I love that. Like this is, I mean, it started when I was a teenager. It wasn't something I was born with. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely had to grow accustomed to it, especially in the summertime when parts of your skin tan and parts don't. Mm-hmm. 
So it was kind of a thing where I felt insecure about it, but then I just embraced it. And like, there's nothing you can do with your skin. What are you you going to do? Also like, who cares? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) like at this point, what are people going to say? Like if, if someone comes up and says something rude, then it's like, you, what the fuck? Like (laughs) you are clearly not my person. And, and like, I've only ever had people say nice things, but I, I also think it's probably because like, who would come up to you and say something outwardly rude if they didn't know who you were, or even if they did know who you were, I doubt that that would be the thing that they would attack you for. But, but yeah, so that's, I think that's probably the worst thing that that's happened, but I've been, I've been very lucky. I've been like nice people. People mm-hmm. told me nice things. That's so good. That's, good, that's so nice to hear. I know. Have you like been in a relationship since you started your OnlyFans? Or like, have you like been in anything and like had had them know or? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this was actually something I was, I was really worried about because Mm -hmm. at first, like, you know, you're getting into it and I'm like a pretty empowered woman. So I was like, yeah, they can, they can fuck off. They don't want to know. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. But then you actually get into a relationship with someone and you're like, oh, that's not how I truly feel. That's how I feel as if I were to tell somebody that I didn't know that well, but of course I want them to be comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not necessarily that I'm, I am worried that they're going to be jealous or like have some sort of ownership over me or anything. I think that it's just a point of contention because they don't necessarily know what the boundaries are. And mm-hmm. so I personally, when I, when I told the guy that I was seeing, we're no longer together anymore, but I approached it very like I don't even remember exactly how I said it but I did talk to him about it and then we had a conversation of like what that means so Mm -hmm. what it is that I do and then what it what it is that I don't do because I think a lot of the time partners might think like okay so they sell their nudes okay so does that mean that they're open to going over and having sex for money or does that mean you know like they don't necessarily know what my boundaries are and so that was a conversation I had to have and I think that's what made it better he was so fine with it he was like if you want me to take photos that's fine and yeah yeah so he was yeah he was extremely supportive of it and I feel like more often than not there's going to be people who maybe not asking to take your photos but are going to be very supportive. Like one of the girls in my groups, um, she's one of my good friends and her boyfriend does the filming for her. They're, they're like in the business together. So you get a cut. Yeah. yeah, he does. They have pizza parties and stuff, staff parties. Yeah, it's cute. I'm like, that's the type of relationship I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's extremely, but I mean, since he's a part of it, he knows what the boundaries are. He knows he could go into the DMs if he wanted to and see what she said to people. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does because why why would you? Yeah, why would you <laughs> like, want to know? I wouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that it's definitely something that you can't approach with a with like such a like strong headedness that I originally thought that I would approach it with of like, mm. well, if you don't like it, then fuck you. Like you really have to understand that if someone were to come to you with something and you don't, you don't know what questions you're allowed to ask mm. and you don't really know like, okay, so what does that mean then? So I think you might have to describe it or explain it a little bit more, but quite honestly, if there was someone who was like, that's not, com- I'm not comfortable with that. Then like, you really need to yeah. think about why that's not comfortable for you. Like clearly they're not the right person for yeah. you. If they're not yeah. like being supportive of something you're doing like it's not a harmful thing and so it's 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 literally like a stream of income a hobby a job all of that and so like they should be supportive of it yeah Yeah, rights man (laughs) like if you want 
that's like a whole that's like another separate issue yeah, like exactly kind of like what you were alluding to before like if you're not comfortable with it why are you not comfortable with it yeah, it's, like, it's just because you're dating way. it's it doesn't mean that like they own you or mm-hmm. anything yeah, it's, it's like not you don't have you don't have like rights to my you don't have like copyrights to my image you know yeah and if you're afraid if you're afraid of of sharing me with somebody you're not because these people are paying for a service which isn't my physical body it isn't mm-hmm. my presence like it isn't any of that stuff it's it's just photos of like whatever it is that they request or videos I was explaining dick ratings to him he was like blown away that this was a thing I'm so um, yeah. look on OnlyFans advice like you'll you'll see that there's some people who do ask for and I'm not at all shaming anyone for what they ask for. I think sexuality, exploration, all that's super healthy. Back to what I was saying before with like what you're comfortable with. Quite honestly, I think there would have been so many other things before I would have to reveal that I had an OnlyFans. It was someone who's not comfortable with me having an OnlyFans. Like we would have already not. Like together, yeah. Do you have any goals to expand to any platforms or do you like only want to stay on OnlyFans? I thought about it. There's there's a platform called Sex Panther, Sex mm-hmm. Panther, I think. Mm-hmm. And so you can just text people. And I, I thought about it. I haven't done that yet. There's there's many vids, but I'm I'm not quite sure how I feel how comfortable I am with doing like live cam session. Yeah. Or anything like that. So right now, OnlyFans is is the platform. If you were to like say someone were to DM me over Reddit and they said that they would do like PayPal, they can request a refund from PayPal. So it does, I'm not guaranteed. Yeah, like so I'm not guaranteed that I'll actually get to keep that money. We don't have Venmo here, so and I don't really know what the parameters of that is. If you can mm-hmm. request refunds with that, um, you guys know there's like. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. I, I looked into it and I feel like mm-hmm. it wasn't available at the time, but it was, yeah. So like other than PayPal, there isn't very many options. And yeah. so unless I were to go to like my girl fund or something like that, like, or a, a, like a specific website, but those are very, very specific to like selling used underwear mm-hmm. or selling like a specific type of thing. Whereas this, I can just kind of do what I want basically maybe it's called avian i don't remember what it's called there's another platform that was open because there were some people who did disagree with the um how only fans ran things mm-hmm. if there was success on that platform and there were there were a lot of people to buy content then yes i would i would definitely go and start selling content there because it would most likely just be the same thing like it would be it's not like it would would be too much more time of my day other than uploading the photos because i think that what i would do is just like share the content between the two at this point, I haven't really looked into it yet because yeah. like, I have another part-time job too, which is another hobby that I have. And so that kind of takes up some time. And so I'm just, I'm not too worried about it, but if the opportunity presented itself, I would definitely look into it. Like another side hustle for you, you could look into creating like a Canadian Venmo. Someone <laughs> has to do that. Like there, I'm insane. I didn't know that it wasn't in Canada. Yeah, me I'm like kind of surprised. Oh my God, the amount of times I've tried watching a YouTube video and it's like, it's not available in your country. Like, but why? VPN. VPN. I just, yeah. And I guess now that I have that, I probably would be able to, but like, I just don't understand. Like, we're so close. We take what you guys give us TV and entertainment and media, like all this stuff. So, like, why is it? Yeah. You guys give us Justin Bieber? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. But we have two more questions of OnlyFans (laughs) content, not. Okay. 
what's like one piece of advice that you would have for somebody that would want to start in OnlyFans? I would say to weigh the pros and cons, like we were talking about before, understand that when you first start creating content, it's going to take a while for it to take off. There are some people who are the exception to this rule and they are the, the, the loud minority. So that's who you hear about. You hear about the people who started two weeks ago and now they're the top 1%. That's not the, the rule. And so you're more likely going to be the rule. And so don't have too high of expectations, but also don't sell yourself short. Like you really, really don't sell yourself short because I, I would rather someone like I'd rather two people buy my content at a higher price than Mm -hmm. like 15 at a lower price. Quite Mm -hmm. honestly, I would definitely seek out the resources. So like if you were going to start promoting on Reddit, like I said, there's OnlyFans advice is a really great place to start. And then create your persona, get verified on OnlyFans. And then I would start by taking a certain amount of photos. So don't just do one, Mm -hmm. do like a bank of photos and videos, get yourself built up like that, then make your, your profile public so that you're able to start either selling or promoting whatever it may be. And I didn't do that, which is why I'm suggesting it because nobody's really going to subscribe to a profile that only has one photo. Like it just doesn't really make sense. I was just so excited. (laughs) So I was like, I had to get started right away. Um, Like I started promoting on Reddit before I was fully verified. (laughs) Like it was, it was definitely like subscribe to a thing that you actually can't find yet. So I definitely (laughs) would say be like have, have an arsenal ready before you actually like mm-hmm. click, let's go. And then if you have any more questions, like I'm definitely, definitely open to answering more questions about this. Like I believe that we found each other in a subreddit and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and there was a couple of people who did send me DMs after that. And so like, I'm always open. Oh, really? Yeah. Guys, I literally met her in a subreddit because I was trying to find people to come on for this episode, right? Joy literally wrote this fucking like dissertation. It was beautiful. And it was just it was so beautiful. well written. And I was like, oh, I was like, she's the one. Like, and I was like, I have to talk to her. I have to say like the whole experience was so seamless and stuff. And it was just great. So Reddit, you can meet a lot of cool people, guys. I fucking love Reddit. I love Reddit. Sometimes love I forget it. Reddit's not the real world. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I assume everyone's opinion on Reddit is what everyone's opinion is everywhere else. And then I'll go to Twitter and I'm like, oh my God, I was so, there's definitely more people out there. Okay. So what do you think is misunderstood about OnlyFans and what do you want to correct about it? I think we, we did kind of touch on the fact that OnlyFans isn't just Mm X-rated content. It can be whatever it is that you think is worth selling. So if you think that you want to sell pretty much anything. If you have like, if you're a gymnast and you think that you can do some really cool like intro tutorial videos or something like that, or if you know how to rock climb, or if you know how to do like anything and you Mm -hmm. think that your content is worth selling, you can try and do that on OnlyFans. I also think that people assume that you have to have a huge following to be successful and you can go on it without any following. Like me as an anonymous creator, I went on there without being able to bring, even if I had people on my, my Instagram, I wouldn't be able to bring them over quite, quite clearly for very obvious reasons. Um, so you can definitely still make an income. Um, so I guess that would be another misconception. And I also just, for people who are not very, very educated on, on who sex workers are as people, they're just honestly regular, regular people who 
are just more open sexually. And so I, I think that that is a huge misconception just by society in general. And that's not just with OnlyFans. I think that's like with pretty much anything, if I'm willing to sell photos or videos or even their body, I think there definitely should be more of a level for respect for them because it's not just because they had something happen to them when they were younger or because they're uneducated or anything like that. Like I myself have a college degree. I'm going to grad school. Like I have a full-time job. There's, there's like a lot of stuff that I could do other than this, but Mm -hmm. this is something that I really do enjoy doing. And it's a cool creative outlet. It's empowering. I'm not, not like lesser than because I do it. And same with all the other girls and men and non-binary and anyone on the platform. They're not lesser than. Also, you look up porn anyways, so you should just pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah, you yeah. gotta support the creators. Yeah. Dope. No, seriously, you are so smart and beautiful. And just thank you so much for doing this. This was so interesting. Like, I mean, obviously I thought it was gonna be like a cool episode, but like I literally feel so educated in my glasses. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> her blue light glasses. I'm done. Oh, you guys are so fun to chat with. I've I've listened to a couple of your episodes and quite honest, I was like, they sound like the way that I like you guys relatable because you have not only are you bringing people on to like educate and empower the last episode that I think you guys had was about money I just think that yeah I think that there's like so many great people that you're bringing on and like connecting your audience to but it's also like you're just best friends and that's so fun because it makes me feel like I'm part of the conversation (laughs) you know when you're like (laughs) there's it's like the that poster like you know that meme where there's like two people who are who are laughing and then there's yeah. a guy who's standing next to the poster who's laughing and he's like <laughs> trying to be a part of it that's kind of how I feel when I listen to podcasts that have two best friends as, oh. as hosts so, oh my God. so you guys have so done funny. that for me just so you know <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode with Joy. All her information will be in the description and in the promo for this episode. Like we said before, if you guys have any questions for her, um, feel free to reach out to her. She would love to help. But thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next Monday. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Big B and that B stand for bands. If you want to see some real ass, baby, here's your chance.